Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 8th of November. Today, Collingwood star Jordan Dugowie set to claim self-defence over his New York bar fight. Australia is through to the World Cup semi-finals of the T20 World Cup, and someone has stolen a piece of the Ashes jigsaw puzzle. But first... If you missed Friday's edition of The Scorecard, you might not be across the fact that UFC welterweight champion Kamaru Usman has hopes of creating a pound-for-pound mega fight with boxing super middleweight champion Canelo Alvarez. I'll tell you what I think would really get the people going and what would make more sense is, when have you ever seen the two pound-for-pound fighters in the world in their respective sports, both in their respective prime, go at it? Name a time. Who are you talking about now? Who is the pound-for-pound pound best boxer in the world right now? Uh, I mean, Canelo, are you talking about? That's the money fight, too. But before the cross-combat pay-per-view melting super fight can happen, both men over the weekend had to take care of business within their own disciplines. UFC, you're up first. In his championship defence against Colby Covington, Kamaru Usman went to war over five gruelling rounds, with the winner eventually being decided by the judges. For the winner, by unanimous decision, and still the undisputed UFC welterweight champion of the world, Kamaru, the Nigerian I mean, there is just no reason that announcement has to take 23 seconds. Frankly, it's self-indulgent. Anyway, Kamaru Usman got to hold on to his belt. But on the same day, Mexican superstar Canelo Alvarez was out to become the first undisputed four-belt super middleweight world champion in boxing history in his fight with American Caleb Plant. So, did he do it? You're damn right he did. Canelo now holds the IBF, WBC, WBA and WBO superweight belts. Wow, I bet if God wore pants, he'd have a belt like that. The question is, with his new fully stocked wardrobe, is Canelo interested in taking up the offer from Kamaru Usman? It's not make sense for me because I just want to be good in, in... I want to make history in boxing. I don't see anything right there, so, like, so we'll see. Well, I'd like to formally apologise for that, anticlimax. It's time to talk some cricket. Do you play cricket in Australia? Do we play cricket? We're born playing cricket. Firstly, to all of you doubting Thomases out there that thought Australia had no chance of winning the T20 World Cup after the drubbing they were handed by England during the group stages, shame on you. That's gone all the way for six. Australia finishing this quickly and in style at the moment. The Aussies coasted to an eight-wicket win over the West Indies in their final group game with their superior net run rate securing them qualification through to the semi-finals. But the good news didn't stop there. There's David Warner. Don't worry about fetching that. Not unless you're in the crowd. David Warner, who's been out of sorts, anchored the Aussie run chase, scoring an unbeaten 89 to take some much-needed form into their semi-final against Pakistan later this week. Meanwhile... The British are coming! The British are coming! (laughs) Oh no, they're already here. 
England's test specialist touchdown in Brisbane on Saturday, a month out from the opening test at the Gabba. Without the current T20 World Cup players, the first wave of the English team arrived and then departed immediately for the Gold Coast, where they will serve a 14-day quarantine period. Stay in your rooms! This is an emergency! And while the old enemy acclimatised to the Aussie conditions, Australian selectors were closing in on a solution to the question of who would partner David Warner at the top of the Aussie order this summer. Only we've encountered a slight problem. With young gun Will Pukowski's long-term future up in the air due to continued concussion issues, Victorian opener Marcus Harris is the short odds favourite to partner Warner. Well, he was. Now Harris has struck on the pad there and he's been triggered. He is out leg before wicket for a duck. After scoring just one run in his first innings of Victoria's Sheffield Shield match against New South Wales, Harris was dismissed for a duck in his second innings. And while Harris failed, his main rival for the spot, Usman Khwaja, has already scored back-to-back centuries for Queensland this season. But that hasn't stopped former Aussie Test opener and Triple M Movember ambassador Greg Blewett from backing in Harris for the spot. Look, I'm a huge fan of Usman. I think he's a wonderful guy. He's a, he's a wonderful player as well. I just feel like they've possibly moved past Usman and Marcus Harris is probably the next in line. So, you know, he's had a great winter over in England against the swinging ball um, and he started the summer well here in Australia. So I feel like um, first crack will go to Marcus Harris. And while Bluey loves his cricket, he's also one of many men growing a mo this month to promote the conversation around men's health and raise some much-needed funds. If you can, donate now at Movember.com. Your dough will save a bro. Welcome to the emergency self-defense class. I'll be showing you how to escape from a variety of situations while inflicting maximum damage on your attackers. Collingwood star Jordan Ngoi will claim self-defence for throwing a punch at a man in a New York nightclub on October 30th. Ngoi was arrested and charged with assault as well as forcibly touching. But Peter Ryan of The Age reports that Ngoi admitted to Collingwood he got in a fight but denied any inappropriate dealings with a female and that charge of forcibly touching has since been dropped. Dugowie released a statement via his Instagram saying that he intended to, quote, vigorously defend himself against these unwarranted charges, end quote. This trial is outrageous! Dugowie has been stood down by Collingwood indefinitely but has remained in the US ahead of his December 8th court date where he intends to plead not guilty. And that is your Fast Fun Head of Sport for Monday the 8th of November. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.